Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic because that's what I do best judge <laughs> this is straight up with Stasi. Dracaris bitches welcome to straight up with Stasi. um what the fuck I'm here <laughs> with Taylor Strucker in Washington DC backstage yep. in our green room you know where it. it's actually painted green <laughs> Bo's here. Bo's here. Emily's here. Gare Bear's got, here. <laughs> I got the whole team. We got Rebecca on sound and lights. You know, I got like everyone in here right now. It's honestly kind of embarrassing to be doing a <laughs> podcast in front of other people. Like, a, no, sit down, Rebecca. The I'm, irony, because you're about because to go I'm on about, stage. I'm about to, I'm about to actually go on stage for my third live podcast in Two hours. Yes. Dos horas. <laughs> I don't know. Horas. Dos horas. Dos horas. I made that up. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck are we doing? How? What? What's happening? How did we trick people into coming to a live podcast? I like. I don't understand. I keep looking at the stage and I'm like, I. You guys. What? <laughs> like what? I'm not Mariah Carey. I'm not. I. I you are. I'm, you know, I am. (laughs) (laughs) We walked into the hotel day and I was like, oh shit, you're a fucking star. Every hotel. Okay, so we're on this podcast tour. It's like we're almost at the last show of the first leg. Of the first leg. So we're doing, I think, 24 venues. Is that how many, Em? 24 venues? Yeah. Is, is, is Is that how many shows? 24? Damn. 24 shows. We're doing like legs that are like four to five shows each time. Instead of going 24 days straight, we're yes. like, we're breaking it up so that I don't have a nervous breakdown and check myself into promises or something. I don't know how people go on tour. For I like, don't know. I mean, okay, like for real though. Like, Let's, I, and I want to talk about what tour life is like. So uh, what are you going to say? I was going to say, how long do you think you could actually go before you would start to like crack? Because I've seen some of like our friends and like acquaintances out on their tours and the way I've like watched them break it up. Um, Heather McMahon just came off of like, I think it was a 10 
show tour straight she 10, said, 10 she days was like straight. her instagram she was like i am delirious i all i i am a chicken finger and like i'm drunk <laughs> yeah well i have been drinking a lot but i haven't gotten drunk yet because i'm exerting so much energy the whole time that it's like it's bizarre adrenaline cuts drunkenness we've we've learned. so i guess this is a diet move Okay. I think so. So if you want to continue, if you want to like be responsible with your diet, but still be alcoholic-y, I think <laughs> what you need to do is just make sure you're constantly moving around and doing shit, talking, walking around, cleaning. I don't know. Like packing, what you pack- and unpacking, packing, 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 and unpacking. unpacking. Yeah. Let's go over what this is really like, <sighs> because I remember before we went on this tour, when we were preparing for it. We all had our strengths and weaknesses on this tour. Yes. Taylor, you have been a godsend. Like Please. you literally know. You you know comedy. Not that this is stand-up comedy at all. And I keep having to remind myself that so I don't get nervous. It's not but honey bun. You are a stand-up comedian. No, I don't like okay, hearing fine. that. I won't say Just that. Just don't You're, say it. How about this? You're really fucking funny on stage. But you help but you help you you helped make the podcast what it was like what about this segment or what if you say this what if you go into this topic here you were able to write the story help me write the story of what this live podcast is and I could never have done this without you so hallelujah for you hallelujah for you no thank you for being so famous and talented so that we all get to go on this fucking podcast and stay in the nicest hotels in America you're a weirdo But like I said, we all had our strengths and weaknesses. That was Taylor's strength, helping me do this shit. And my strength was, oh, well, I've been on a book tour, so I know exactly what to expect from touring. But when I did not. Y'all did not. No. Packing and, is number one. Well, packing is number one. Ugh. You la- You f- get on a plane. You land. You get in a car. You go to your hotel. You don't even get to unpack. You hopefully get to maybe order some room service or something, but sometimes you don't have time. Nope. Then you have to glam yourself, whether you're doing it yourself. Yep. Deja vu, which means I'm at the right place at the right time. I just got deja vu. Okay, good. Yeah. Good vibes for tonight's show. I'm on, yeah, I'm on the right track in life. So whether you're glamming yourself or you have someone coming to do your hair or makeup, either way, you have to set aside that, set aside that time. Then after glam, you immediately get dressed. Then you leave. Go to the venue then do meet and greets, then have like an hour and a half break Sometimes to shit your pants too. in the green room. <laughs> yeah, that, the anxiety buildup. Yes, waiting. it is, because you're waiting in the green room I for an hour and a half. You, so I know that there's a lot of waiting in television, right? Yes. It's, oh, yes. Yes, right? So that's something that I Even with Vanderpump really Rules, even if it's reality TV. And yep. Vanderpump Rules is the most reality show you could have it is so truthful it's so real but there is waiting around because i'm sorry but they have to get the cameras and lighting set up yeah of course like everything needs to be we have to get mic'd we have to do all that that doesn't mean it's any less real life it's just they have to get that set up it's production so it's production so we get there and we wait around for a really long time we're like and there have been so many times that i have texted my producers i'm like why the fuck did you give me the same call time as everyone else you know I'm the only one that's ever on time everyone else is always late give me a later call time and now a lot of the times I get the latest call time and I'm still there before everyone else that's crazy no for real shit that's some insight right there who's who's the latest I'm just trying not to get in trouble (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, that's not like storyline. That's, I mean, Emily? I mean. Answer, don't answer. I'm going to be honest. Kristen is notorious for being late. <laughs> there have been so many scenes. I think she even, I, I don't think, I think that she's, she's admitted this. I think she's admitted this. I don't think that I'm like outing her with this. There Actually, have been times where I'm like, my call, like her scene is at her part. The scene is at her apartment. Her apartment. Her apartment. <laughs> and I get there on time. Which means that the crew already had an earlier call time there you know, to set up. So when I get there, it should be put my mic on and let me walk in and film. she lives there. And <laughs> I have waited around for sometimes over an hour because yeah. I walk in and I'm like, she just got out of the shower. She just, she just, she just got out of the shower. <laughs> that means blow dry hair. Wave your hair. Spray your hair with texturizing spray. Oh. Put on your foundation, your bronzer, sometimes false eyelashes. Then pick an outfit. Oh, forget it. Then get your shit together so that you can actually deliver and like have a scene and talk. Oh, my God. So I've waited around a lot. I mean, but it's not just Kristen. It's a lot of people. But I am. Well, you're insanely prompt. Even on the way here tonight, you're worried about being late. And I said to you, Stassi, you're the star. Stars are notoriously late. Like, that's like, remember, like, even concerts. I mean, Britney Spears didn't even show up to a concert I went to. No, I'm never going to be about that life. I left. Well, that's good. Don't not show up. I went to Las Vegas with Rachel O'Brien to see Enrique Iglesias (laughs) and waited there for an hour and 45 minutes until I said, you know what? I know I took jet suite to get here. (laughs) Okay. That's not a normal flight. So it's like a $500 flight, sometimes more because it's like a a private jet that you get to go, that you go on. Anyone can go on it. You just, it's a more expensive ticket. It's easy. It's out of Burbank. Like kind of that, right? But going to LAX is a bitch. It's a bitch. So I'm like, I went on jet suite to get here to see Enrique. I've been sitting here for an hour and 45 minutes. He's still not on stage. Crazy. Fuck this. I'm over it. We left. Come to find out some other people that we were with and and a lot of other people told us he was busy watching the like a fight match. No. And he was like, I'm not going to miss the match. And so that's why he was... Almost two hours late because is, it was like right after we left that he actually got on stage. And I'm like, Enrique, you're dead to me, but I will still listen to Bailamos. <laughs> I mean, it's a great song. Way to take a stand, Stassi. <laughs> <laughs> Bailamos is a great song, but it infuriated me. Okay, y'all, I fell into a deep depression this summer when I binge watched Downton Abbey um, in a matter of a month and I realized that there was nothing left and it felt like there was nothing left in my life. Like, I don't think you understand. I really thought about getting on Prozac. I love Downton Abbey that much. And I was given a gift. Downton Abbey, the movie. Yes, you're right. I saw it and it's freaking fantastic. And I can't wait to get it on iTunes because I'm going to watch it over and over and over again because now I'm having Downton Abbey withdrawals again. It was the best. Let me just say the beloved Crawleys and their staff, seeing them again and the King and Queen of England come. It's the biggest event in Downton history and it unleashes scandal and romance and intrigue that will leave the future of Downton hanging in the balance. Yep, the worldwide phenomenon Downton Abbey is now a grand motion picture event and it was everything that I wanted it to be and I really need everyone to go see it because I need people to talk about it with. It's in theaters now, so like, go. Like now. Being on time is just so fucking important. Well, you know, I'm I'm not great at being on time. And this is like something in our friendship, like you've waited for me. 
at lunches a lot, like in the beginning of our friendship, especially. I think I've gotten I feel a little like bit you're, better. I feel like you're on time for me. I'm like New York City late. Like I'm like 10, 15 minutes late. I'm not like half an I hour. I get that though, because it's like subways, cabs. You never know when actually like how long something's going to take. That's I know, but you always beat me and it gives me such mucho anxiety. I plan ahead. I know you're so good. I'm like, I, it, you never know when there's going to be traffic. So I plan ahead. And if I get there early, then I just have a drink at the bar I know but also you're like you're gonna get mad that I say this but like you're fucking really famous so I feel guilty leaving you alone at a restaurant by yourself because I feel like you're gonna get bombarded and then I feel well, guilty so that's why I have such panic like getting to you on I time I want you to have panic about <laughs> well, getting to me what? on time you want people to be scared of you when it comes to being late I am terrified yes I felt bad there were people who paid for like VIP tickets to do a meet and greet with me yesterday yeah and they were late and missed it yep and like uh Gary our tour producer came into my our green room and was like listen they were late can we do you want to go out and say something and I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna still go out and meet and greet them and I'm still gonna take a photo and like have a moment with them but I'm gonna let them know (laughs) the lateness was unacceptable and I walked out there and I was like you guys were freaking late (laughs) are you kidding is your battery charge three percent what's wrong with you guys Uh, but I mean I still like I I had to give them a hard time but like for me that's been the biggest fear is like because I so I'm an early morning person because of the radio show so I'd like the oversleeping knock on wood like I don't really oversleep no but I do I am like a last minute in the morning person like I am always down to like the minute but I am not I'm on time to the minute but I gave Stassi quite the fright yes. in Boston a fright is a way that I describe it <laughs> you gave me such because we fright. woke up the next morning we were like okay we have a plane to catch to get to Philadelphia we all have to be out of the hotel like down at the hotel I think it was nine in the n- lobby at nine at nine that's early especially and when you're up till what 1 30 singing the theme song to Vanderpump Rules yes <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault get your shit together and we were me Emily and Bo were having our breakfast I'd called you a bunch of times texted you on my cell phone no on one my- was hearing what I do you was- mean on your cell phone <laughs> like I was calling your home fl- your home line I bring it everywhere with me <laughs> uh, no I mean like the hotel because M called me on the hotel and then I heard it because we like- were scared we were like she's not answering anything and this is I not know. like Taylor she has a morning show she right. she goes out till sometimes if she has to yeah fucking two in the morning oh, fuck yeah and then still makes it work and wakes Drunk, up at I like 6am yeah, exactly so I'm like there's no way that she is not awake right now and you were still giving me fright and it was freaking <laughs> me out and turns but, out you were just ignoring your stupid phone <laughs> that's also something I'm working on this tour this tour is very um this tour is progressive I feel like I'm, I'm becoming a better person on this tour Thank you. It's my charity work for 2019. (laughs) So I'm worried about the timing stuff, but I think I'm going to get better at that as time goes on. I really need to get my packing in check. So I'm not a bag checker. I'm going to become one because I'm waiting for your damn luggage anyway. So why am I fucking schlepping a carry-on and trying to stuff everything in there? It's so... My luggage, guys, is like a fucking puzzle. I... It's like if one piece is off... Well, actually, it's like Jenga. It'll all crumble. Yeah. I can't, like, one centimeter off, I can't close my suitcase. I think it's more like a puzzle. 
It's like then the thing doesn't fit. That one piece doesn't fit if it's not perfectly mixed together. It's so... It's, it's not like Jenga. Nothing's coming crashing down. It feels like it in my <laughs> hotel room every single night at 3 a.m. when I'm up packing and I'm like, how did I fit all of this in? And every single like every single time I have to open my luggage, I'm like, no. <laughs> because I'm no, like it sucks. Bag. And now I'm learning even better because I have two <sighs> giant checked bags and I'm like, I am wearing 10% of the shit that I brought. Literally. On a flight. Like Again, we're going over what tour life is like yes. we get off a plane get in a car go to the hotel hopefully eat something if we can get glammed leave to go straight to the venue yeah do meet and greet then have a moment in the green an hour and a half in the green room to shit our pants then get on stage then freak out after we get off stage yeah. then go back to the hotel maybe have like a glass of wine or four to just like drown our sorrows if we're happy if we're sad or or, or celebrate mm -hmm. with prosecco if we were thrilled by it then go to sleep wake up and do that all over again and we're staying at these gorgeous hotels too Stassi I mean it's been the Ritz Carlton Boston the Ritz Carlton Philadelphia and now we're staying at the Jefferson in DC, gore like su superb, spectacular. As rooms. Emily would say, Gorgine. Gorgine. And we get to I want to bring that to Vanderpump Rolls, by the way. You I want to start saying, that's Gorgine. I just like it. That feels like Kardashian, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, obviously. totally. Bible, I mean it as Bible. a compliment, too. Bible. <laughs> but, like, we get to spend all of, what, mm, 13 minutes in the hotel room? Literally. So there's no point of even having these nice hotel rooms. It's so sad. It is. <laughs> it, re it really is. It is. That's why every time after the show, I'm like... I want you guys to come back to my hotel room so we can it. have some wine or something and appreciate this awesome hotel room because we're very fucking fortunate. We aren't at the Motel 6. We are at beautiful hotels that have made oh. it so personal. Oh, oh, and that's the other thing. They're embroidering robes for you guys. There's an OOTD hashtag, OOTD, at every single hotel we've been to. Everyone. So you hear that other hotels? I am Step Mariah Carey. You are. You are. You are. It's great. You are. A huge, you are a famous person. A doctor came to help Bo at the last place we were at, <laughs> Philadelphia. And he, shout out to Bo. Hold on. Let's just shout say, out to Bo. Hold on. Shout out. I, I want to give a giant shout out to Bo because when Bo and I first started dating, we, one of the things we bonded over, I guess this isn't really romantic, but it is something that made us feel extra comfortable with each other. I have psoriasis and I get it in weird spots. He has eczema. He gets it in word spots. He gets it. So we like both understood like the self-consciousness yes. of having these skin problems. And it made us so much more comfortable with each other that it was like, oh, we're like exactly the same. Like if you're a bird, I'm a bird. We're already two birds together. That's so perfect. It yeah, was same with me and my girlfriend. Like we both have weight problems. Which, <laughs> like, you know, it's like crazy. No, that's like the worst thing in the world. I can't stop gaining weight. And she's like, I always... I keep losing weight. She can suck it. <laughs> she totally can suck it. When she posts that bikini photo. I know. And she, can. Stop Taylor, and I were Taylor is so hot. Oh, my God. Bikini photo. I know. I was enraged. I can't remember the last time <laughs> I posted a bikini photo. And I wasn't enraged because, like, like, as a jealous girlfriend, I was, like, a jealous person. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I totally get it. I became her friend that moment. It was like, fuck you, bitch. I get it. When Bo and I decide to have health kicks, we're like, okay, we're going to work out and eat healthy. He all of a sudden loses seven pounds, and I'm literally like one pound heavier. Exactly. Like, how does that even happen? The struggle is real. He's like, I think I'm getting these like V lines in my stomach right Ooh. now. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Penis fees? Those are good. I don't care about that. <laughs>
I've never once been one of those people that's like, do you have the V's on your... I've never... It's not necessary, Bo. I've never... But still, shout <laughs> out to Bo it. because with his skin problems, I don't know what happened to him. But when he landed in Boston... Yeah. He turned into the eczema Batman. <laughs> we don't know what it is. I don't know what it's it is. It's looking good today, Bo. Like, yeah, right now great. it's better. But... His skin went crazy and it was painful for him. Like it's been so painful for him and seeing his skin just like act up like that to the point where we had to call a doctor. Yes. In Philly. $700 doctor. Yep. Like your manicure when you were in New York that one time. I don't want to ever talk about that again. (laughs) Come to the hotel to give him a cortisone shot. And oh. while it's ma- it's eased his pain, it still hasn't helped the like simp like the his face and his body. Like you you should see his chest and his back. It it looks like it hurts, but he says he's not as much as in pain. But he's dealing with some major Help. shit and Help. has to go out on stage and feel confident and whatever. And that really sucks. Shout out to him, but not shout out to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to the doctor because he proved how famous you really are. This guy came in. He I mean, was, he was so nice. He was so nice. He was so, so, so nice. But he was not really your mm, demographic. Not at He's all. He's like a middle-aged, right? Like, like older middle-aged, like straight doctor who's just a doctor you know wearing khakis the whole shebang yeah he comes in i mean not shout out to the doctor because bo still has his problems right now oh like that's what i mean like he still has like his thing the doctor was so fucking nice and so awesome and so great and wonderful great personality but just like his, I just feel bad that Bo is still not cured. But That's he came what I mean. in and was kind of like, he was talking, he like he does a lot of concierge work with like other like acts. So he was like, oh, I work with big bands. I, I thought he said I work with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Bruce we were Willis like, too. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And so he was like, oh, so what are you guys here for? And I heard Bo, he's like, a podcast. He's like, for what? And he was like, oh, you know, like, like this, that, and the other. And he was just like, oh. And I could tell he was like, oh, you're not a band. I deal with bands. But then... <laughs> All of a sudden, he was like, well, I do know this one podcast that my friend listens to. This girl, Stassi, and hands down, legit, like, no, this Bible. This true shit. story, Bible. And Bo's all, well, that's the one. Taylor that's and I, my fiance. Taylor and I were hiding in the bathroom. Because <laughs> I wanted to give Bo his medical privacy. Yes, yes, HIPAA violation. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't know. Like, when you're, it, it's like a vulnerable thing to talk yes. to a doctor, talk about everything that, whatever. So I'm like, I want to give him his privacy. I'm going to stay in the bathroom and Taylor and I will do our makeup in there. I was doing my hair with anal beads. Yes, for literally. Real. Literally. My, my, my hair wand is anal a beads. A curling iron that looks like <laughs> anal beads. <laughs> Ends up working well, which I'm going to get one, but it's amazing. It's idiot proof because I'm a total idiot. The next time <laughs> Bo acts up, I'm going to heat that thing up and <laughs> shove it up his bum. Now we know why he's having an allergic reaction. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, that was crazy. I mean, that was definitely, out of all the human beings in the world, for him to know you, like, you have a very wide net, my friend. That's my point. You're a star. You're J-Lo. Speaking of which. J-Lo. <laughs> let's, let's just talk about J-Lo. You, you know what? To. Enough about the tour. And please. And you know what? If you haven't, uh, this will be my last talk about the tour. It's been 
incredible. Um, I left thrilled one night, left crying one night. I'm all over the place. I do. We're all doing our best. We're figuring this out. This is the first time that I at least am on stage just like doing my own shit. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's been awesome. And if you haven't got tickets yet, there are like maybe two venues that haven't sold out. And I think that's like San Diego and Los Angeles at the Wiltern. So if you want to come see me, you can come to San Diego and or Los Angeles. And that is in December. Just go to StassiSchroeder.com slash tour and you will see what tickets are actually still available. But yeah. like enough just fucking double, tour talk. Because but double check but double check the locations, I'm just saying, because you know like, you, never, you know. never know. You never know. Finding a scent like perfume is like a big deal. It's a lot of pressure because perfumes are so freaking expensive. Am I right? We have like all these magazines and stuff like that. Or like we go to Sephora and then we like smell something. And then you have to commit to something that is like over $100. And that's a pain in my freaking ass. That is why I love Scentbird. Because you get to try out different scents in this like luxury fragrance subscription service. It's amazing. So basically you get to pick different scents that are sent to your door You don't even need to leave your house. They literally arrive at your doorstep and they're in little portable bottles, like little spritzes so that you can put them in your purse, take them out, spritz yourself whenever you feel like you're like, "Mm, I'm not smelling so great. Try it out. So what these little uh, bottles are, it's a month's worth of spritz. And that's what I think is so great. So if you don't want to commit to like having, you know, a $200 perfume for like a whole year, you get to join Scentbird and figure out the scents that you like. I like the Gucci. There's a Gucci one that I have that I really, really like. That's my favorite. And there's also a Tom Ford one that's amazing. And I alternate that and I just put them in my purse or put them in my airplane bag. And I feel like no matter what, I have something to spritz on me and I'm just not ready to commit to something that's so freaking expensive. And when you go to scentbird.com slash Stassi, you will get 50% off your first month today because this is a subscription service. That's amazing. So you literally can get any scent. It's almost like, and there's hundreds of scents, designer perfumes to choose from on this website. So you can go and switch it up and figure out what you like. So you get 50% off your first month when you go to scentbird.com slash Stassi and use my code Stassi at the end. That's scentbird. S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash Stassi and use my promo code Stassi at the end for 50% off your first month. They also have cologne. So if you need your man to like start smelling good, you can do that too. For real. I want to do a moment of silence for fucking J-Lo. 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 She's a queen. Beyond. Oh my God. Um, Beyonce who? Like literally. What? No, like for real. I know we're all obsessed with Beyonce and blah, blah, blah. But like JLo really, she's the one. Because Beyonce was like, not that JLo it was not gorgeous in the beginning. But like JLo's eyebrows were crazy when she was on A Living Color. Like crazy. <laughs> she I looked was like, like Kim four. Kardashian. I was four. Well, I'm older than you. And I remember. It was like 
Kim Kardashian looked like Jafar to me. Yeah, when she was that. younger, totally get that. And that was kind of like the J Lo vibe. But J Lo gives hope to all women who want, are going to age. She's like, fifty. She's, she's better now than she ever was. She's hotter now. I. I have watched. So, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, weird. That means you haven't been on Instagram at all. Yeah. Because it's literally, I can't scroll through Instagram without seeing this video of JLo. JLo walked in the Versace Ugh. runway show in Milan today, which, if you're listening to this, it was the other day. And she modeled like, um, it wasn't the same dress, that same infamous jungle dress, but it was like, a, you know, an updated version of it, a hotter version of it. Yeah. And I have never seen a woman Ugh. look more hot, sexier, confident. Uh, it was, it is so inspiring. I literally like my brain just got like, you know how sometimes when like your head gets chills? Yes. Before the rest of your limbs do? Yes. I get chills in my brain. Like my head gets chills thinking about JLo being such a fucking queen. I know. She, so my mom saw her with my Aunt Betsy. What's up, Aunt Betsy? And um, <laughs> they sat like front row at like one of those like stadium tours. Like the last one, the most recent one. Yeah. And my mom was like crying because my mom hates her cellulite so much. And she, but she's like, but every woman has it. And she said JLo did not have one cellulite dimple on her perfect body my mom was like it really shook her to her female core she's a queen she is but i I think she like doesn't drink at all (sighs) or gets to eat fun yummy like pizza bread that we're about to eat right now and works out literally like crazy okay i think we should weigh the pros and cons of life right now okay look like j-lo and not eat the pizza bread or drink or look like a beast (laughs) and eat and drink those things. And I kind of feel like I want to turn sober and vegan. No, please. You said this on the way here. I swear to God, Stassi, I please don't do that. J-Lo is so inspiring. I so inspiring. I can't even think straight. You would want to be like a hundred percent sober and vegan. If I knew that I would look like J-Lo, I think I could do it. If I knew for a fact, if I like, if I knew, (laughs) if I commit to soberness and veganism and working outishness, I will look like JLo. But then what you I do you do for commit. fun? Uh, talk shit about people. Okay, that's fine. As long as you keep doing that, I'm on board. <laughs> Ish. Ish. I mean, that's the only other thing I can think of. <laughs> and admire yourself. Uh, well, that's for sure. So basically, my, my go fun shopping would constantly. be admiring my JLo body. Yes. And talking shit. And shopping in between to dress that gorgeous body. Yeah. I would just run around naked. I'd be a flasher. <laughs> I would want to have sex 24-7. Right? I'd be like, how could you have not want to have sex with this bug? She's with A-Rod, right? I love them together. Don't even hate. Okay, fine. I think she's, you know what? But did you ever hear that story about A-Rod? He, he had I, like. I've heard about a, a lot painting of. painting dude- of him being as, as uh, the, what are they called? The half horse, half man. I think it fits J-Lo so well. I think she met her. I, I personally, I've heard so many douchey stories about A-Rod. So many. But when I see them together, it reminds me of Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z backs down to Beyonce. Okay. A-Rod backs down to J-Lo. J-Lo is the, queen. is the queen in that relationship. And I feel like they both are like, they have that energy of loving themselves so much. Yes. You know what I mean? Her like, and A-Rod, but who? Both. And I just feel like it mixes so well. It's like they both get each other. They have that same energy. Yes. That it's like they've also met each other later in life. So they know who they are. They what they want. They both have children. Yep. It was just the perfect time for them to meet with the perfect energy. And I am... <laughs> 
so here for that relationship. I wish she was with The Rock, but that's just because I fucking love The Rock. Okay, well, I love The Rock too, but <laughs> I the, know. the Rock can't be with everyone we love, okay? Okay, that's fine. That's fair. The Rock is with a random. He really is. And she you is know so, what? like, who good, are you? Good for her. You were the what with her, Em? Emily was in class with her in college. Shut. What was she like? Get on the, the microphone immediately. Fuck up. We're holding the microphones to Emily. She's running away. What was she like in college? Was she cool? Was she fun? Was she smart? Did she cheat off you? Yeah. Did she dress cool? No. Was she popular? Was she cool? Yeah, I don't remember who was cool in college. Was she tan? Did she get spray tans? Did, did, she, did she have good hair? Did she have <laughs> Did she have extensions? Tastements or the little like dealy ones that yeah. like <laughs> which which type? Did she wear a backpack or like Emily, a cool bag? You could have been married to the Rock. Seriously, missed oh my opportunity. God. Damn. Wow. I love um, him. fail. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been married to the Rock. You could have been married to the Rock. You're a lesbian. Yeah. And you could have been married to the Rock because we totally. know someone who knows someone who is married to the Rock. Yes, exactly. That's how close we are. Two degrees separation from The Rock. Listen, uh-huh. The Rock got married in Hawaii when Bo and I were there with Katie and Tom. Shut up. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the same timing. Why do you think we were there? Because we were at their wedding. We were invited. You were? We were there. They were just a no cell phones allowed <laughs> thing. <laughs> it was very, very private. Very intimate. Speaking of weddings... Yeah. What's up, wedding girl? I love that you're leading this podcast for me right now because I am... Stassi, you have been working, you know, just a little bit. I mean, that was, can we please talk about the podcast? I, I think it's so interesting. And I feel like a lot of people, first of all, don't forget, Boston, Philly, New York, and right now DC, all sold out. You know how many people and DMs I've been getting? I know Emma's been getting a ton too, same with Bo. And I know you have been too. Like, tickets are out. Where are their tickets? Like... I feel like people who didn't get to come, getting to listen to this, it gives them a little bit of insight, you know? I think they want to hear about it. Okay, okay, okay. So where do we go with that? Well, you kind of like skipped over. So like talk about like, so night one was Boston. Why was it great? Night two was Philly and it was great, but it it was was different. It was different. Okay, so I'm going to say Boston, I was so terrified for my first show. The first live show, I was so scared. We were all pissing our pants. All of us. Shaking, just so nervous. And then once we actually got through it, well, being on stage was fun. Doing it all was fun. A blast. Before Barf City. Barf City. And then, like, once we did, we were up there, it was fantastic. And then, like, getting out of it and ending it, we were, like, so, it was so celebratory. Because we were, like, we're the best. This is awesome. Oh, my God. It was our first show. And we pulled it together. And it was fantastic. And I wouldn't take anything back. I wouldn't change a thing. Not a thing. And then the next show, I think because I had already done it, I got in my head and started being, like, very critical. Yes. Of what I was doing. And Sophomore I'm, slump is what they call it. Well, that's what people were saying. Or meaning Gare Bear. Gare Bear yep. Gary, our tour manager, <laughs> was saying, no, that's normal. So, like, it's like you got through the first one and you felt like it was great. So then the second one, you're like, oh, wait, now I have to really dissect what I'm doing. And so I freaked out and I walked off stage and I'm like, I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not, like, mad at it. Like, I'm still happy with the 
the entertainment, I, the content that I put out. Well, and also just for the record, so M's in the audience, and she's a true like she's a part of the team. She's like, and she's going to be giving you honest feedback. That's I know. what she has to do. That's what she always does. Same I with know. Gary. Gary's the exact same. And they both said the shows, Boston and Philly, were the exact same. Like in terms of like delivery and energy. So like for the from audience perspective. It was the exact same show. From our perspective, we felt differently. And I was so, so before we started, so I haven't done like a tour like this ever and probably never will again. So please let me do this with you forever and ever and ever. <laughs> um, but it's okay if you don't. <laughs> I won't be I mad love at you. you. <laughs> but I like, like I'll quit my job and just like come on tour with you for the rest of my life. Please. That's kind of how much I love it. I do. I mean, yes. the traveling's brutal, but it's fun. It is. It's so much fun. Oh, Weird make, and fun. You make me feel so special. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking love it. Bougie AF tour. But, um, but I've like done live shows at comedy clubs and stuff before. Like when we hit the theater circuit, I'm totally out of my element because I've never experienced that before. Okay. Well, we haven't even done the theater circuit yet. Right. But the comedy thing, like I have a little bit of experience with and I almost wanted to tell you when I went because I flew up to LA for rehearsals and we were like writing the show and everything and I wanted to say to you Stoss you know there's going to be insane highs on this but there's going to be wicked low lows because it's just the nature of live shows and everybody I mean even Gary told us last night he works with like huge acts like from like live podcasts YouTube stars to like rock like Rock bands? Yes. In my, what, what am I, 75 rock bands? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what a rock band is. <laughs> what is that, like Kiss? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but he said they'll put on the sickest show of their like entire career and they come off and they're like, fuck. So it is like a, it's like a tortured artist perfectionist thing. Right. And so, and I want to be clear, like Philly, you were fucking awesome. We had the best time with you. Oh no, yeah. It's not about the city. It's just about now I'm thinking about, is this entertaining for people? Right. Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right amount, uh, right amount of time? Right. Is this like normally when I'm doing a podcast like we are right now, I'm sitting here in a room alone and I don't have to think about anyone else. Like I don't have to think that people have paid money to take the night off, get a babysitter yep. or f- drive out, fly out, come and, and sit and spend money to be entertained by me. A podcast is fucking free. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's the pressure of it being great and making it worthwhile for everyone stressed me out so much last night that I like walked off stage and I was like, I was bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, you and Bo are great, but I was bullshit. And I was bullshit. So I was worked. bullshit. No, and you so weren't. But today, going to the third show, how are we feeling? Well, I've today's been the busiest day I've had thus far, so yeah. I haven't had a chance to, to be nervous yet. What, tell everyone what we did today. I think it was interesting. Can you talk about it? Or does she have to hold on that one thing she did on the phone today? Yeah, I love that. I can talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Listen, we woke up. Yeah, we took your first train ever. I took my well, my first train in the U.S. Okay, ever. Um, I finally got to go number two on the on train. That, on that train, that's disgusting. If you really think about it, it's <laughs> the grossest bathroom, and it's shaking back and forth. <laughs> so like, it's just uncomfortable. And I honestly like, I I had no poopery with me so it was because it was unexpected that I had to actually like full on go to the restroom I can that was so polite what a lady you are saying go to the restroom I can't even pee on the train so the fact that you pooped is like (laughs) I mean I don't know if I'm disgusted or like totally idolize you idolize me (laughs) I do actually Everyone knows I do not know how to cook and it is also my wedding year 
or engagement year, whatever people out there call it. So I've been trying to be soups healthy. I'm trying not to go out to restaurants. I'm trying not to order in, but I don't know how to cook for myself. Yes, Bo cooks for me, but like I can only make him do that for so often. That is why I have been actually using Daily Harvest. And I'm going to be really honest right now. I used my own promo code the other day and ordered 24 freaking cups of Daily Harvest to be delivered to my door, which I got, and I have it all in my freezer. Let me explain what this is. So these are thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted foods that is built on fruits and vegetables, and they're prepared in less than five minutes. There are, literally, if you go online, there's more than 65 different options. Like, they have smoothies you can make, so for breakfast or, like, things like that. And they also have harvest bowls. These are my favorite. So I ordered 24 harvest bowls because this is my favorite part of Daily Harvest because it's just so easy to make. And you have vegetables and everything that you need and I just cook it in under five minutes. I put a lot of hot sauce on it or like add maybe some Parmesan cheese and I'm like, this is a gourmet freaking meal. So if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of time to cook for yourself or cook for your family or even if it's just a snack, not even a meal, Daily Harvest is what's up because there are these cups that are literally delivered to your door in an insulated box. You throw them in your freezer and when you have time to just take out you know, something for 15 minutes, it cooks in under five minutes. So it takes zero time. And right now, if you go to dailyharvest.com and enter my promo code Stasi, you get $25 off your first box. So that's my promo code Stasi for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. I'm telling you, this shit is so healthy and it actually keeps you full. And I'm on a wedding diet. So this is my shit right now. I went back to my seat. I was sitting in the sun. I was like, what the fuck is life? Oh, my God. Yes. This is my first train ride in America. We get to Washington, D.C. We had all of these brilliant plans. Like, oh, yeah. Emily is obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. Abraham okay? Lincoln. And we wanted to be able to show her. What's that theater that he got sh- killed in? Ford. The Ford Theater. We wanted to be able to show her that, maybe see the, you know, Lincoln Monument, like, you know. We saw and, the White House on the way here. Yeah, but that's not Abe. Yeah, she that's has a Donald weird, Trump. <laughs> she has, <laughs> hey, Donald, what's he, going on? She has a weird thing with Abe. She thinks in a past life she was either his him. cousin or niece or I think probably him. Or married to him. <laughs> or definitely a mistress. D- to- that's what oh, it was. You were a mistress. She was a mistress. mistress. Yeah. Because you like love him so much. Yes. <laughs> like, it's the way wives I- don't love husbands that much. Mistresses yeah, love their husbands that much. you are a mistress. Much. Yes. But it's you like, know- and, and so we wanted to be able to show her that. But no, we got off the train, got in an Uber, got to the hotel. And all of a sudden it's like, hair's here. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean hair's here? I've been taking a shower in two days. I need to do my makeup. I need to do... Wh- what? I need, I need to, to moisturize. My bag. I need to, uh, yes, unzip my bag. I quickly showered. I then awaits, oh, then had to do an interview. Yes, which was fun as fuck. About ranch dressing. It was so hysterical. For the New York Times. And Your I'm, life is fucking fabulous and fun. So we had to schedule showering. Oh, New York Post. Sorry. New York Post. Sorry. <laughs> New York Post. Sorry, I'm so used to being a New York Times bestseller that I just think <laughs> everything that has New York in front of it is the New York Times. But the New York Post is doing an article on ranch dressing, so I had to do an interview for that. And I'm like, 
this is fucked. I just got off a train. <laughs> I shit on a train. I got in an Uber. I came here. I have zero time. Do this interview. The hairstyle's here. What? I need a shower. Oh, my God. Make him wait downstairs because I need to freaking shower. Then shower. <laughs> then get my hair done. And then I'm like, I can't get here in time. There's no fucking way I need to do my makeup. Everything was a blur. Okay, so today's been a little stressful. I will say, though, I watch and I'm like, this is so fabulous. Like, your life is very glam, girly That girl. is not glam at all. It feels glam from the outside looking in. I'm like, this is so fun. That's not this glam. Is so fun. You know what's glam? Enjoying your hotel room. Okay, Laying that's back true. in your that's bed true. True. and being like, I think I'll put on a movie right now. Yeah, but that's like for when you're in your 50s and 60s. You'll be like famous, retired, and just like enjoying the fruits of your labor. Okay, girl? Okay. I want, no, what if I die young? You won't. I want to enjoy the fruits <laughs> of my labor. Nowsies. Actually, we were talking earlier. When I had an epiphany today, I said, when you are a celebrity, okay, you actually get to see what it's like to be dead before you die. Because being a famous person, I watched you today. You did say literally this. like reading your obituary, but every single day and living in you it. You need to explain that to people. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, you, it's you just need like, to understand. Okay, so this is, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll walk you into this one. We walked into our third hotel room today, oh. and every single hotel that I have stayed at has been incredible. Spectacular. Shout out to the Ritz-Carlton in Boston. Shout out to the Ritz-Carlton in Philadelphia, because everywhere I go, they personalize it. I got Chuck, oh, what are they called? No, not Chuck, Converse sho- shoes that had my hashtag oh. from dark to Clark, my oh. wedding hashtag, with like a cemetery thing on it that said hashtag basic hashtag Mr. Clark I like there's oh they put OOTD signs everywhere every they year. make a special drink for me and have it waiting in my room like it's everything is so sweet in every hotel like we walked into this hotel and they had Rams robes because Bo loves the Rams they yep. have literal figurines of me I sound Bobbleheads. like such a dick right no, now bragging it's, about it's this so, but I said it's like most people only get this um, adoration and celebration of their life and like all of the things that they loved and like all their little weird quirks at their funeral. You are you're that's, living in it. That's why I'm trying to explain why you said you're like, oh, my God, being around you is like knowing what it's like to die. Don't you love that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm into it, but I still feel like a douche for bragging about it, but it's special. I'm bragging for you. No, but I'll brag about it. It's it's special and it's cool. And I feel very lucky that like people pay attention enough to give a, a shit enough to make every stay so special. I mean, that's amazing. It makes me feel like appreciated and like, oh my God. Like, and I, it's like who, we all deserve that appreciation. Yeah. We all deserve that in our hotel rooms. There's pictures of refund and Luda in every hotel that we go to. It's like so sweet. It's amazing. Like it's wonderful. It is. I know what it's like to die. So <laughs> been so busy, busy, busy. So now that we're in the green room, you did your meet and greet, which is yeah. fabulous. And now we've got like this, what? We're doing the podcast, but we're getting into the zone. So we have one hour left until we go on stage. So yep. now is time for me to, all of us, to chill, get freaked out, go over things, and maybe have a snack if we can stomach it, yep. and just whatever. And then our final... Uh, show of this tour or this leg rather is New York City and it's at the Gramercy Theater so it's going to be the biggest theater we've played like on, on this leg 
on this leg yeah and it's also gonna be it's new york you know so like i yeah. have thank you for the comps by the way you're a sweet sweet baby angel you're so welcome i didn't ask for one comp you're smart because i realized because my family's in boston so i had comps for boston for my family and now of course my girlfriend taylor and her family they're all like around the area so they're gonna come to new york and like i've realized that having your actual friends and family like in the audience makes it so much fucking scarier it is it is scarier. and also last night in last Philly, night shout out to our agent at uta joe hey joe we love you but we love you, you so much us. but you scared the shit out of us <laughs> because we were like fuck well if we fuck this up joe's gonna be like yeah you know what uta i don't think we should rep them anymore <laughs> so uh, that probably was another reason i, I was think like that's why we were both so in our head in our head i'm like yeah. oh my god and new york's gonna be even worse because there's gonna be more of them there than it's like, like agents there's gonna be probably bravo people i know i don't want to talk about this okay fine let's just wrap this up because i'm i'm up. getting anxiety now and now i'm starting to feel the heat and, and the fact that we're about to go on stage soon and i'm gonna vomit so there's that <laughs> okay but moral of the story to wrap it up like in a nice little bow okay bedazzled bow and a nice little bedazzled bow clark yes um so far what is your reaction to having said yes to being on this live podcast tour? oh god i'm so happy so happy it's so fun even even though last night i had a little mini meltdown it was still so much fun i'm so fucking happy that you're saying that i'm yeah. so happy that you're saying that like i'm loving it and i'm loving meeting everyone oh being able to meet people that love listen to my podcast and also people who know you like it's it's just it's really cool that's it's, really cool what what we were saying we were joking the other day that our job is to be um purveyors of joy but like really like getting to like we our job is to get to entertain people and like be a part of their lives like there's no fucking greater honor than that so yeah thank you guys yeah thank you and um come out to our live podcast bitches just go to stassi shorter.com slash tour yes see you guys next week if i'm still alive (laughs) (laughs) bye